0: O'Malley has outlined several different types of authentic assessments that can be used in the classroom for our English language learners. I will cover a variety of assessments that I found to be the more popular methods. I love that the book had assessments already created that we could just photocopy and use right away in our classroom. Alternative assessments consist of any method of finding out what students know or can do that is intended to show growth and inform the instruction that is an alternative to traditional forms of testing, naming, and multiple choice tests. The increased interest in authentic assessments is based on two major issues. These include current assessment procedures that do not assess a full range of essential students' outcomes and teachers have difficulty using the information to gain instructional planning. The purpose for the assessment for language minority students are a variety, are so varied and are complex. Accurate and effective assessments of language minority students is essential to ensure that our ELL students gain access to instructional programs to meet their needs. With ELL students, assessments are far more complex and challenging than for native English speakers. Assessments can be used for six different purposes for ELL students. Screening and identify, to identify students eligibility for special learning or the content area support program for their placement to determine the language proficiency and content area for the students in order to recommend the appropriate educational placement. Reclassification or exiting for our students so that we can determine if the student has gained the language skills and content area in that student's grade level. Monitor students' progress will help to review the students' language and content area in the classroom. Program evaluations to determine the effects of federal, state, and local instructional programs. Accountability to gain the students' goals and standards, including the testing that is needed for high school graduation. The term authentic assessment is described as multiple forms of assessment that reflects students' learning, achievement, motivation, and attitudes on instructionally relevant classroom activities. Performance assessments consist of any form of assessment in which the student constructs a response orally or in writing. Performance assessments Require students to accomplish complex and significant tasks while helping to bring in their prior knowledge, recent language, and relevant skills to solve realistic, authentic problems. Some of the characteristics of performance assessments are that they can construct a response so the students would construct a response to help expand upon the response or the performance or create some sort of product to turn in. Higher order thinking for the students to see if they're able to construct responses to open-ended questions. Process and product so that we can see if they're able to uh, explore multiple solutions for complex tasks. Performance assessments often requires teachers' judgment of student responsing, a scoring scale reference, or a rubric in which numerical values are associated with performance. One example is a one would be basic, two proficient, and three advanced. One of the characteristics of performance assessment is the criteria are made public and known in advance so the student knows what they're being graded on. Another type is a portfolio assessment which is a collection of student work to analyze and show progress over time regarding instructional objectives. Student self-assessment is key element in authentic assessment and in self-regulation learning to motivate the students. They have the freedom to choose the challenging projects, take tasks or take risks, Advance their own learning and accomplish desired goals because students have control over their resources available to them with and without, with and with, within and without, or with outside of the classroom. Self assessments and self management are the core of this type of learning and should be used for regular instruction. Our students need to learn a common set of basic skills in reading and computation as a foundation to learn the more complex area and application of information. Students also learn most effectively through integrative experiences, which include listening, speaking, reading, writing, thinking, direct experience, and purposeful student interaction. Authentic assessments are able to be used in the classroom daily and in every subject. Some types of authentic assessments are oral interviews. So the teacher would ask the students questions about their personal backgrounds, activities, readings, or interests. Some of the advantages to this or it's more informal and the students are able to conduct these themselves or with a peer. Storytelling and text retelling is another example where the students are able to retell the main ideas or select information from the passage. An advantage to this is the students are able to produce this orally and can be scored on the context and language components. A scoring rubric or a rating scale would be used in this type of authentic assessment. Writing samples are another way that students are able to create a narrative or a reference type of paper. Students produce written documentation and can be scored on language components. Projects and exhibits are another example for students to complete projects in content area and they can work individually in pairs or in a small group. The The advantages are students are able to do this both written or orally and the observations are oral written procedures and their thinking skills. If you would want to create your own authentic assessment or begin to use one in your classroom but you aren't sure how to do this, the best idea is to have a group of teachers come together so that you can have different views and opinions. Some of the ways to create an authentic assessment with this group is to build your group around people who have varying opinions, determine the purpose of the authentic assessment, specify the objectives of the assessment, conduct professional development on how the authentic assessment should be used in the classroom and across all settings. Collect examples of different authentic assessments so you can view the pros and cons for each of them. Adapt existing assessments that are currently being used so that you can see, again, the pros and cons. Try out your assessment and then come back and review what you liked and didn't like. Another type of assessment that can be used is the portfolio assessment. Some of the advantages to the portfolio is that they're able to link the assessment with instruction. It is important for the portfolio to have content validity. The assess- essential elements of the portfolio include samples of work, student self-assessment, and clearly stated criteria. As teachers. We have our own way of doing things. However, all portfolios can be used as a systematic collection for student work. Systematic collections need to be carefully planned, just like the instruction you provide. We need to plan together evidence to show student achievement towards learning goals. The samples of this could include a writing sample, audio videotaped math problems, a social studies report, or a science experiment. A couple examples of this are a showcase portfolio. This is the most common type of portfolio that students are able to show off their work. Some schools will host a portfolio night or achievement night at the end of the school year where students are able to show off their favorite works from the school year to their parents, their friends, and families. Collection portfolio, or also known as a working folder, is a type of portfolio that houses all of the students' work that they are currently working on, as well as things that have been turned in. For some students who struggle with organizational skills, this can be very challenging and confusing. Assessment portfolios are a collection of assessments that the students have completed throughout the year. This is a way for students to view their progress over time. When developing a portfolio, teachers have a few things to think about. They need to set a purpose for the portfolio. Next, they need to match the contents to the purpose. Setting the criteria can be challenging. However, it is very important. Teachers will also create standards for the performance so that students know what is expected of them. There will also be a way for students and parents to become involved because they're able to read through the portfolio and see their progress. Conveying to students the features and criteria of highly quality performance so that they can apply these criteria to their work is very important with portfolios. Engaging the students to having meaningful activities is also powerful to make them want to complete this portfolio. Parents can also be involved where their collaboration is between the home and the school and the parents could take and write little notes on the um, assessments when they're sent home or some of the teachers will have the students write why they think they did well, or why they struggled. And then the parents can see the students' self-reflections. It also helps we can give students or parents advanced notice of upcoming conferences and the information that we will be covering. Inviting the parents to conferences to do this is an amazing way, but we need to remember to have interpreters for our non-English speaking families. Oral language assessments are the more commonly used assessment for our ELL population. There are some challenges that teachers will face when it comes to oral language assessments. These include making time, selecting assessment activities, and determining evaluation criteria that can be used effectively. When we are evaluating oral language, it is much different than when we are evaluating a written language assessment. Listeners also have to play a big role in the assessments. They need to work on hearing what is being said and not only hearing what they are and not hearing just what they are thinking, but how it is being said. Our spoken language can also be very different than our written language. When we speak, we often typically do not use complete sentences and use less specific vocabulary than when we are writing. Oral language assessment for English language learners in school is focused on capturing the student's ability to communicate for both basic and academic purpose. Our communicative language function includes several different methods. These include greeting or greetings or leave takings, which means meet and greet, saying hello and goodbye. Some of the common expressions are, how are you today? Nice to meet you. When we request information, we are formulating questions. We would first say, excuse me, can you please tell me where the nurse's office is? Giving information or assistance is also important for our communicative language functions to comprehend a request or responses. Sure. So we would answer the question, sure. It's down the hall to the right. Or if we're describing to tell something or an idea, it's describing. So we would say it's about... Right down the hall, about 30 seconds down the hall, if you're counting, or we could use distance. However, that can be challenging for our students. The academic language functions are seeking information, comparing, ordering, classifying, analyzing, justifying, problem solving, and evaluating. Different forms of assessments can be used when evaluating oral language. There are self-assessments that students are able to fill out about themselves and how well they are able to answer questions. There are also peer assessments that classmates will fill out. For the oral interviews, we need to first prep the students very well and make sure they understand what their expectations are. Tasks to check for in oral interviews for the learner, use courtesy formulas. So greet the student and evaluate his or her purpose. So an example of this would be, what do you say when you meet somebody for the first time? Or what do you say when you hurt someone or make a mistake or it was just an accident? You can also ask formal questions. So some of the sample interviews for beginners can just simply be, can you tell me about your family or ask a friend if you can borrow his book? For our intermediate level students, we would have them describe what you did last weekend or tell me what kind of movies you like. For our advanced students, we could say, how do you feel that you're doing in this class and why? Tell me about how you like to spend your free time. Compare this school to your last one. So we're seeking more in-depth information from these students. Picture cues, descriptions for stories, broadcasting, radio broadcasting, video clips, information gaps, storytelling are all examples of the oral language assessments reading assessments of our ELL needs to be correctly and effectively done or it could make them become discouraged and not want to continue to learn how to read. The procedure for the assessing the reading is to identify the purpose of the reading assessment, plan for the assessment involving students in self and peer assessment, developing scoring rubrics and procedures, and setting the standards. Our second language students will use their background knowledge regarding the topic, text structure, and their knowledge of the world and their knowledge of print to interact with the printed pages and allow them to make predictions. Reading programs have been found to be very successful if the teachers do the following things you can extend the amount of time in reading in your classroom direct strategy instruction in reading comprehension, opportunities for collaboration, opportunities for discussion on response. In order for teachers to help students increase their reading comprehension, teachers should provide a choice of reading selections. Ensure that the students are reading texts of varying difficulties, which is challenging, however, not too difficult and will encourage the students, discourage the students. Encourage reading of text, allow students to discuss what they are reading, and encourage the conversation. Reading assessments are what we are matching purpose to the task. What do I already know, and how will I find it out? So, for reading comprehension, we would find this out by retelling or text to the comprehension questions. Reading strategies, we would find this by think alouds, miss Q analysts, and running records. For our reading skills, we would use our running records again. Self-assessment, we could interview, use rubrics or portfolio selections. Identifying the purpose, any of the assessments that are reading must begin with the purpose of the assessment and last or at least four of the major purposes for the classroom are studying evaluating and diagnosing behavior. The last type of assessment that was outlined is a writing assessment. Writing assessments for our ELLs will meet three different purposes. First is in the writing assessment in English and or in the native language is used to identify the program placement in ESOL and bilingual programs. Second, written assessments can be used to monitor student program progress and determine if challenges in instruction are required to meet the students' needs. And the third purpose of the writing assessment for ELL students is accountability. The fundamental idea behind writing cross-curriculum is simple for ELL students. Students who write about topics tend to understand them much better. A rubric should be provided to the students so that they know and understand how they are being scored. A written task Should have the following components and broken down over several days so that students understand what is expected of them. So for the first day, we should read and the students should gain the background material and take notes. Day two is a discussion. So students discuss the readings in small groups or with a peer and modify their notes. On the third day, we would have the students create their first rough draft. The Fourth day, you would review the rubric to make sure that the students have successfully accomplished all of the tasks. And on the fifth day, you would edit and revise so that the students are able to make the final product. Assessments can also be done with or without scaffolding prompts. Some of the scaffolding would include making lists, providing examples, a T-list, a systematic map, given examples on the outline. O'Malley provides a variety of assessments that can be used for our English language learners. Our job as an educator is to match the correct assessment type with the content material as well as the learner. We are also able to find a variety of these materials online now which can help us have another avenue to find materials we will need or want to use. However, this book is definitely worth reading if you're interested in implementing different types of assessments in your classroom.